Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome along. Tradies News in a nutshell for your Thursday morning. It is the 30th of March, 2023. Getting close to the weekend. Start of another NRL round tonight. My name, Daniel Pedro. We're broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. And SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 300 1170 our open line number in send a text anytime 0457736736 all before Vossi and Brandy for breakfast in about an hour's time our Queensland listeners you'll get the first hour of Vossi and Brandy before you take Pat and Heels from 6am local time of course that all changes and next week daylight savings ending in New South Wales and other states of Australia over the course of the weekend so we'll all be back on the same time in our listing area as of Monday morning uh, when we are back on air. Good to be with you on this Thursday morning. Though, as I say, start of a new NRL round tonight. Roosters up against Parramatta. We'll talk about that a bit later on in the show. Plenty of news around, including a really intriguing story. And the Tigers, it's been a little quiet out of uh, the Tigers this week. Not now. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, who might be, ret- well, not returning to the Tigers, but who might be returning to the NRL play for the Tigers. We'll get to that in a second. Plus, Chris Perkins from America being a Thursday will join me in about 15, 20 minutes time. We'll have a chat with him. Any questions for Chris, by the way? Uh, We got a heap of questions on Monday when we spoke to him. None of them were about sport, it has to be said, Uh, but it doesn't have to be. It can be about sport or anything else. Any questions for Chris, feel free to text them through through, uh, while we're talking to him or over the next 15 or 20 minutes on 0457 736 736. Open line number to have you say, as per usual, is 1300 011170. Let's get on with the show. It's two past five in New South Wales, two past four in Queensland. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, built tough for Aussie conditions. Ask your plumber for Australia's favourite and install a ream. All right, where to start? Well, start with this. Uh, front page of the Daily Telegraph this morning. Uh, Marcus Sivo will be in action tonight for the Parramatta Eels up against the Sydney Roosters. Uh, saying it's basically about all making you smile. Uh, watching him play, watching exciting NRL players play. So, easy question for you this morning. Who's the most exciting player running around in the NRL at the moment? Been a lot of talk about Joseph Soelihi this week, and we'll get onto that again shortly. But who is the most exciting player running around in the NRL today? Who makes you switch on the TV? Now, it may be a player that plays for your club that you get to see live at the ground week in, week out, or maybe it's from another club that you just love watching play. Who is the most exciting player currently? And look, you can give me some past ones as well if you want, but the most exciting player in the NRL currently. Or if you want to go back into the history books, you can do that as well. Uh, is it Mike Sivo? Who could it be? The most exciting players in the NRL, past or present if you want. 04, well, definitely present, but past as well if you want. 0457 736 736, our text number. Open line number 1300 01 Let's talk the NRL up today after 
Uh, a lot of war of words, and it's still continuing between Rugby League and Rugby Union this week. So the most exciting players in the, in the NRL currently, well, maybe past 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Who do you love watching in Rugby League? Who makes you switch on the TV every time they are on the field? 0457 736 736 or the open line number to have you say is 1300 01 11 74 and a half past five in New South Wales, four and a half past four in Queensland. We'll get to the whole Joseph Suwalihi story in a second. In fact, I want to take a bit of a straw poll on that in a moment with our listeners here early on in the morning. But before that, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago the Tigers, they haven't really been in the news this week. Tim Sheens was on Sports Day with um, Scott Sattler and Matt Rogers the other night and had some interesting things to say. But Look, they weren't disgraced against the Melbourne Storm. They lost, and they've got a very hard game coming up this weekend against the Brisbane Broncos on Saturday night. Now, the Broncos having won all their matches, the Tigers having lost all their matches. But now they're back in the news. The West Tigers, now, I didn't see this last night. I didn't see this until this morning. Um, So there'll be some people that would have seen this last night. There would have been some people that this might be the first time they're hearing about it. The West Tigers are preparing to offer Mitchell Pearce a two-year deal worth $1.5 million in what's being slammed by some as a desperate move from the battling club. So Pierce, who of course won a premiership with the Roosters, left the Knights abruptly at the end of the 2021 season uh, to join French Super League club, the Catalans Dragons. Now Mitchell Pierce turns 34 next week. But Tigers halves Luke Brooks and Adam Dewey has struggled badly this season in the club's winless start through four rounds. The move from the Tigers comes after they missed out on Storm superstar Cameron Munster, Eels number seven Mitchell Moses, and England halfback uh, George Williams. Uh, it was reported on Fox League last night through James Hooper on NRL 360. He revealed that the Tigers had a crack at Pierce just before Christmas. Um, Paul Kent had... A few things to say. I think it stinks of desperation. Uh, Braith, though, was a fan of the move and said Pierce could transform the club overnight. Um, 34 years old. You know he has been a very good player. Um, firstly for the Roosters, then for the Newcastle Knights. Played Origin, much maligned in Origin, but did play quite a lot of Origin games. Won a premiership with the Roosters in 2013. 34 years of age, Mitchell Pearce. And look, when he left the NRL, I don't think he was playing bad football for the Newcastle Knights. He was in a team that was sort of struggling, but he wasn't awful. But he's now left, off to the Catalans Dragons. He's been playing there for the past couple of years. But at 34 years of age, and he's turning 34 next week, which means in a year's time, if he comes to the NRL, He'll be turning 35 very early on in the season. What do you make of this? If this comes true, Tigers fans, or just generally NRL fans, Mitchell Pearce, is he the solution to the Tigers' problems long-term? Because he can't be. He's 34-35 by the time he comes back to the NRL if this does come true. Now, no one's saying he probably wouldn't be an asset to the club. Uh, would bring some much-needed experience into the halves and would probably be better, and that's no offence to the current halves there at the moment, but would probably be better in that halfback role than Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks 
could well move to that 5'8 position if he was still at the Tigers. What do you reckon? Is Mitchell Pearce the solution to the Tigers' problem? Short-term, long-term? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170? Is Mitchell Pearce the solution to the Tigers' problems? Um, oh, look, as I said, I think he would bring much-needed experience to the West Tigers, undoubtedly. And look, if they could get Mitchell Pearce to play for a year and then, or two years, and then be around longer um, as part of the coaching staff, then he would provide different, definite experience. But if at the end of the day, we're talking just about playing, is he the solution to the Tigers' problems? I, I don't think so. Not long-term anyway. And probably probably not even short-term. Anyway, what do you reckon? Is it a, it would, would it be a good move for the Tigers to sign Mitchell Pearce for a year or two? 0457 736 736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Mitchell Pierce, yes or no? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six one three hundred oh one eleven seventy nine past five in New South Wales, nine past four in Queensland. More on that shortly. Uh, now, straw poll. The Joseph Suatli story. Off to rugby union, as we know, at the start of twenty or well, the back end of next year, but start of twenty twenty five, one point six million dollars a year. All of that. No one I have spoken to has any issue with him doing what he wants to do. Um, and we'll see what happens at the end of 2027. I see uh, with, of course, the British and Irish Lions tour in 2025. And then, of course, we have got uh, the World Cup on Australian soil in 2027. Now there's been a bit of a slugging match between Trent Robinson and Phil Gould over this situation. So if you cast your mind back a few days ago, Phil Gould basically said on 100% footy on Channel 9 that he should just go now. We should let him go now. Shouldn't be considered for origin. Nothing like that. Should just go now. Trent Robinson hit back yesterday uh, saying that it was a ridiculous suggestion that uh, Joseph Suwili should leave the NRL immediately. Um, only for Ca the Canterbury general manager, Phil Gould, to fire back, you mistake me for someone who cares what he says. And there was other stuff going on between uh, those two as well. Is anyone a little over this whole rugby league, rugby union battle at the moment? It is. Look, it's always interesting to see what rugby league players will end up going over to rugby union. But all this coming off one player who undoubtedly is a very talented player. Um, Trent Robinson said yesterday he's not going anywhere. He'll be with the Roosters for the next couple of years. Then off to Rugby Union he goes. We don't even know what he's going to do in Rugby Union, and we won't for another two years, two and a half years probably. We'll maybe see how he goes in Rugby Union. I asked the other day if Joseph Suili would be the reason for people who don't watch much Rugby Union to watch Rugby Union. Um, mixed response. Not really. Now we've got this war of words in rugby league as well between Trent Robinson and Phil Gould. But on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 on the open line to have you say, are you a little over the story 
of Rugby League versus Rugby Union. No doubt it will continue to dominate headlines and we'll keep talking about it. I heard Andrew Webster with Matty White yesterday morning on Matty White's morning show after 9am, uh, Monday to Thursdays here on SEN 1170 and also up in Queensland, um, saying he just finds the whole story a little boring. Same thing happened about 20 years ago. And there's no doubt Eddie Jones being back in charge of the Wallabies has definitely helped that. Are you invested, interested in this story? Or would you rather it just move on a little bit? And hopefully with Suetli playing tonight for the Roosters and we actually get some rugby league on the field, this story may start to disappear a little bit. Yes, no doubt Rugby Union are looking at more rugby league players to bring over to Rugby Union. And we may see more go in the next couple of years. Hopefully not, but it may happen. But do we just want to move on and get back to watching the rugby league on the field? As I say, Trent Robinson and Phil Gould having a bit of a slagging match. Um, That will continue uh, for a little while, I'm sure. But what do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. The Joseph Suili story. You still interested in it? Or do you really not care that much anymore? one 1170 or 0457 736 736. Interesting, though, um, on the back of Phil Gould's comments that Latrell Mitchell has put aside any rivalry with the Sydney Roosters to heap praise on the rugby union-bound Suwali, urging him to be proud of himself and backing his right to be part of the New South Wales State of Origin side. Uh, we know he's been in the eye of the storm since announcing his plan to switch codes in 2025. Um, but Mitchell, uh, who was unveiled as one of the three ambassadors for the Goanna Academy, uh, Academy an organisation set up by rugby league legend Grey Inglis uh, to reduce the stigma of mental health, had nothing but praise for Suili on Wednesday as he insisted his right to play Origin should be based purely on merit. Now, we know he was part of the extended Blues squad last year, and he's unlikely to be a walk-up start for the New South Wales squad, but he is tipped to come into contention. Latrell said 100% if he is doing the right things. I don't think he can say because he has made a decision on his future that you go and tarnish him and say he can't play our game. If he is doing his job, put him in. I would 100% love to have him outside me. He's going to be something, and he has to be proud of himself and what he is achieving. Regardless of what anyone is saying, backing yourself was the biggest thing I have always done, as in Latrell, and he is doing that now. We'll see another Sonny Bill Williams. Well, in my mind, and I know Brandy was asked about this uh, on by Vossi, I think it was on Monday, and also Brad Fittler had a couple of things to say in terms of a State of Origin on the Sunday footy show the other morning. Danica Mason asked him that question. Uh, he said if he's playing well and... You know, he's fit. He'll definitely be talked about. I don't really see any issue with Suilihi, if he is a standout player, which he may or may not be, playing for New South Wales this year. Don't we? Don't both New South Wales and Queensland pick their best players? Or would it be a bad look to pick him when you know he's not going to be there in two years? I, I don't think it's a huge issue. Anyway, your thoughts on all of that? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 our open line number to have you say. You can text 0457 736 736. Are you happy um, to see Joseph in origin if he does get picked? And are you a little over the story or are you invested in it? Hopefully, as I say from my point of view, 
It all goes a little quiet once we get some rugby league on the field uh, tonight and throughout the course of the weekend. And one final thing before a break, then your text. Also, Chris Perkins from America. We talked about this with Matty Cox yesterday on uh, the show, host of Tradies News in Melbourne, who will also be on here next Wednesday and Thursday morning. Uh, the NRL Grand Final. It feels like we're back to where we were about mm, seven, eight months back uh, when we weren't sure where the 2022 decider was going to be. Well, here we go again. ARL Commission boss Peter Vlandis will hold formal talks with the Victorian government on a proposed $15 million deal uh, to sell off the NRL Grand Final as Rugby League explores taking the, the decider to AFL Heartland. In one of the most controversial moves in the code's 115-year history, Mr. Volandis confirmed relocating the grand final, similar, as we've said earlier this week, to NFL Super Bowl, is now a real option after newly minted New South Wales Premier Chris Mins on Wednesday confirmed he had no plans to invest in suburban stadium upgrades. And that's another story we'll get to a little later on. Now, the decision immediately put the Premier at war with the NRL, particularly Manly, Cronulla and the West Tigers, uh, all of those clubs pushing hard for home stadium revamps. And now it's been revealed by the Daily Telegraph that the Victorian and Queensland governments have formally lodged expressions of interest in hosting this year's NRL decider. And Mr. Verlandi says he will meet with political chiefs to ramp up a rugby league Super Bowl. Uh, Visit Victoria Chief Executive Brendan McClements revealed on Tuesday his state is keen to host a historic NRL grand final at the 100,000 capacity Melbourne cricket ground the traditional home of the AFL decider. Mr. Volandis will hold urgent talks with Mr. Minns, but says the ARL Commission is open to a tender process in the strongest sign yet that the event is up for sale. And he said, I can confirm the Victorian government and the Queensland government have both reached out. Now that they have reached out, there is a very strong and real possibility of us exploring an NRL Super Bowl-style option for the grand final. The Victorian government has formally express interest and I will be meeting with them. What do you reckon? Another story that I don't think will be going away anytime soon. 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70 to have you say. Do we really think that the NRL grand final was going to leave Sydney or potentially Queensland? Do we think that Victoria is a real option of hosting the grand final. And do you really care where the grand final is? I know we talk about it a lot, but is it a big deal in your world where the NRL grand final is going to be played? Do you, do you not mind? Would you be going if it was in your home state? Uh, the one thing I brought up with Matty Cox yesterday on the show is, um, look, I'm, I'm one that believes it should be staying in Sydney. I, I can understand potentially it going to Queensland. But the thing I brought up with Matty yesterday is the fact that for 15 teams, fans, it's probably not a big deal. But for the two teams that are participating in the grand final, and I understand there is the situation if there is a Queensland team in the grand final and you have to get air flight, you have to get plane tickets and fly to New South Wales, fly to Sydney, and the same would be the situation if there was a Sydney team in a grand final that was playing in Brisbane. But if there's a grand final anywhere outside of New South Wales and Queensland, yes, we do have a Melbourne Storm team that uh, have made a lot of grand finals. But at the end of the day, the flights 
if you don't know your team is in the grand final until that Friday night or the Saturday night the week before, on what will also be, I'm pretty sure, AFL grand final weekend, it's a big deal. 0457, and it would cost a lot of money. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. Plenty to talk about before we take a break. Razor from Brisbane has called the open line on 1300 01170. Morning to you, Razor. Morning. How are you? Yeah, very well, mate. Nice and early up there in Brisbane, 20 past four in the morning. It certainly is, and as usual, another great show from you, which is which starts the day rocking. Thank you, uh, Matt. Mate, appreciate it. Um, PBL. Yes. Taking Melbourne on in, in his other job, horse racing, trying to match their biggest races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everest, yep. I, yep. I, I, don't, I don't see the sense in him giving a New South Wales major event away. I think it might be a, a, um, a crack at the new government. New South Wales have got down there. Yeah, well, he, um, sorry, go on. He, he, there's nothing better as a Storm supporter to go down to Sydney and um, be wearing your Storm jumper all day long in, in the week leading up to Sydney. And Sydney put on a great grand final week um, in the mall there and, mm. um, you know, leading up to it. So I think he's up to some game because I can't see him throwing this one away from New South Wales. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Chris wins the new Premier of New South Wales uh, after that election uh, on the weekend. Labor government back in uh, government for the first time in 12 years said he's not going to be investing in any of the suburban stadiums, which has put him offside with uh, some NRL clubs. And uh, we know what Peter Volandis uh, thinks about all of that. And it has to be said that Volandis did say last year after he gave Sydney the 2022 grand final that he was open to this NFL Super Bowl style roadshow. I just don't uh, raise. I, I don't know. I I think some things need to stay a tradition in our game. And I know you're calling up from Brisbane. Um, and I look. I know Brisbane hosted the 2021 NRL Grand Final because of the COVID. And look, I don't have a huge issue if once every three, four, five years it's played in Queensland. But really, I don't think it should be leaving either states. Really, it's 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 the showpiece of our game. I know the state of origin gets taken around different states. That's fair enough. But grand final, I reckon, stays at least at worst case, and no offence to you up there in Brisbane, at worst case up in Queensland, but should at least be in Sydney because that's one of the few traditions we have in our game. Can I just say this to you, mate? I mm. grew up in Melbourne. Yep. Um, I, I didn't know a thing about um, NRL till the storm come in. We got 20 minutes of it on a, um, on a Sunday night at 10 o'clock at night. Mm. And, you know... Melbourne, if the grand final's on that weekend, it'll be smashed with the AFL. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be nearly a thousand dollars a night to get a hotel. There'll be that many people in the one city, um, and they'll have to play it the day after. If because we get a public holiday up here in Queensland the day after mm. the NRL grand final. Yeah, and I just I, it, I know they've done it up here in Queensland because of COVID, but I just think leave it in New South Wales where it belongs. Yep, yep, I agree. That's my opinion. Thank you, mate. And you are right because the last Saturday in September is the 30th and then the 1st of October, which is the first Sunday, is the 1st of October. So we'll be back-to-back at the MCG if that happens. Thank you, Razor. Uh, we are overdue for a break, but we will come back. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line 1300 We're going to have a chat with Chris Perkins in a second in America. So any questions, sport or otherwise for Chris, one 300 
one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. There is a stack of texts coming through. Firstly, Mitchell Pierce to the West Tigers. Is he the West Tigers saviour? I don't think so, but maybe he'll bring some much added experience. But he can't be the saviour long term. He's about to turn thirty four. And he wouldn't be back until next year if the reports are to be relieved. Joseph Suili'i, are you a bit over the whole story now? Good on him, but are you a bit over it? Are you looking forward to some rugby league on the field? But do you agree with Latrell Mitchell, uh, which I do, who says he should be picked for origin if he's playing good footy? And the NRL Grand Final, where should it be played? Should we see an NFL-type Super Bowl roadshow? Or are we happy just to keep it in Sydney. 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Stack of texts there. I'll get to them in a second. Plus Chris Perkins all on the other side of this. It's 24 past five in New South Wales. 24 past four in company to America and Chris Perkins in a moment. Any questions for him? 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Stack of texts here on a Thursday morning uh, talking about a lot of things. Firstly, this one uh, from Yeovil Treeman in terms of rugby and rugby league. Says, hi, Dan. Even if Rugby Australia poached some more players, it's still going to be only a handful of players out of a pool of around 400 currently in the NRL. Can't understand why Phil Gould wants to make it an issue. Players will always swap codes, but as it only involves the select few, we should just treat it the same as a player signing with another club. That from the Oval Treeman. Yeah, I don't think it's going to hurt the NRL, Joseph Suatlihi or a couple of others leaving. Yes, they're good players. Um, and again, he's not leaving for two years. Everyone I think just needs to relax a little bit. Chris on the text. Dan, uh, love the show. Thank you. Yes, I'm sick of the league versus union debacle, but I'm more sick of the dribble that comes out of Gus Gould's mouth. He's just trying to stay relevant. Uh, yeah, I don't agree with what he's been saying uh, this week. I, uh, why would he leave early? I don't get it. And also asking your most exciting players in the NRL currently or in the past. Uh, this from Arthur from Paddington, most exciting rugby league player to watch, and he says totally unbiased. Currently, Tom Dravojevic, daylight second. Uh, pass, Bob Fulton, daylight second. Dare anyone to match that double? That from Arthur in Paddington. Uh, keep the test coming in. Mitchell Pierce, is he the saviour for the West Tigers? Yes or no? Your most exciting NRL players, uh, past or present. Um, you can name a few, like Arthur just did. Um, the Joseph Suili story. Are you over it? Are you not over it? Uh, do you really care that much? You're just looking forward to the NRL round starting tonight with what should be a good match between the Roosters and Parramatta. And also the NRL grand final. Peter Vlandy is going to sit down and talk with the Queensland and Victorian governments about the potential of the grand final being held there. Do you care if it's played interstate? Or do you believe it should stay in Sydney or potentially move to Brisbane or be shared between those two states. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. I will get to all of your texts in just a moment. But before that, let's do this. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And Chris Perkins is on the line from America. Good morning to you, Chris. Oh, good morning, Dan. Happy Thursday down there. It's still Wednesday afternoon up here in uh, northeastern Connecticut. Yeah, happy Wednesday, happy Thursday to our listeners. Now, got a few questions. One from the Kingswood Welder, who was on the text line uh, the other morning. Um, we'll get to that. Also a question from uh, Nathan around wrestling. We'll talk about that shortly as well. But let's just get to the topics you want to talk about first. And what's this about Josh Giddy? You're not happy, Chris. 
Yeah, I'm not happy. Somebody at News Corp uh, writing sports there at news.com.au needs to take a chill pill. Because Josh Giddy had a heck of a night last night uh, for Oklahoma City. Uh, 31 points, a career high for him, by the way. Uh, throw in, uh, oh, 10 rebounds and nine assists. He was one assist short of a triple-double. But the focus of the headline is the missed free throw at the end of the game that could have tied their game against 26-win Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte winds up winning the game last night, 137-134 over Oklahoma City. I, I read that, I'm like, calm it down just a little bit. Dude goes out, has a career high. Jalen Williams and Isaiah Joe, his teammates, they also have career highs, over 30 points. P.J. Washington for Charlotte has a career high, 43, including 22 in the fourth quarter uh, of uh, the game last night. And you're focusing your headline on the missed free throw. Josh Giddy is 20 years old. He is a star already in the NBA. He's going to be a superstar. Oklahoma City is ahead of schedule, and they're getting better. And I, you know, they've they've got a lot of draft capital coming in the next few years. Uh, if they hit on this, these draft picks, they've got they've stockpiled, or they trade them for some some great players. Mm. Uh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a team that's gonna be a force in about three years. And oh, by the way, Josh mm. Giddy's gonna be the centerpiece of Australia's first Olympic basketball gold medal. Write it down Ooh, nine okay. years from now. That is my prediction. Nine that Giddy's going to be the centerpiece okay, of an Brisbane. Australian gold medal on, on home soil in Brisbane. Okay. Now, I have a good memory. I might struggle to remember that. Uh, if we're Well, of course, we'll be talking in nine years. I'll still be here doing the show at 5 a.m. in the morning. So. Yes, I expect we'll, we'll definitely still be talking. But, um, yes, I'll remember that. And wherever we both are in nine years' time, uh, if for some reason we're not doing this show together, I'll give you a call and see if you're right or wrong. Yes. Okay, I'll have that recorded. Uh, I, I'm going for the I'm going for the long play here, but I'm serious. <laughs> Josh Kitty's an absolute star. I love his game. I love what he's done already at the age of 20. Remember that he's 20 years old. Guy's going to be an absolute superstar, one of the best players in the league in the next few years. Mm. And, you know, he, he's the centerpiece for Australian basketball. I, I seriously think he's going to help him win gold in 32. All right. Nine, no doubt about it. Nine years' time. That is, that, tell you what, that is a big prediction in the future. Uh, I'll, I'll remember it, Chris. Uh, now, stay, sticking, with, so. sticking with basketball, uh, the Final Four in March Madness. Yeah, men's and women's Final Four going on. Uh, starting Actually, it starts on Friday night our time with, with the women's Final Four. Uh, you've got uh, Virginia Tech, number one seed, or number one seed out of their region in their first ever Final Four. By the way, uh, an Australian connection, Georgia Amor, is a junior on the Virginia Tech team, uh, has been going off in this tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Georgia Amor, she's from Ballarat in Victoria. Uh, has averaged 24 points the four games of this tournament. Came into the tournament averaging about 16 points a game, but has has shined in, in the uh, women's basketball tournament. They take on number three seed LSU in the first semifinal on Friday night our time uh, down in Dallas. The second semifinal. Uh, how about how about this for a storyline? Caitlin Clark from from for Iowa uh, scored 41 points in the regional final 
uh, and is a is a star of women's college basketball. She's going to get a shot against South Carolina, the top overall seed, unbeaten at 38-0 this year, 30, no, 36-0 this year. Maybe 38-0, I can't remember. I'd have to look. Uh, yeah. But unbeaten, regardless, unbeaten. They're on a 44-game winning streak. South Carolina is going for back-to-back national championships. Caitlin Clark against South Carolina. That is going to be must-see TV in the second semifinal. On Friday night, I don't watch a lot of women's basketball. I may tune in for that one just to see that matchup to see if Caitlin Clark, the biggest star in the game, can take down South Carolina, pull a massive upset and get to the national title game. And then you got the men's final four Mm. from Houston on Saturday, our time uh, with three first time final four participants. Early game of San Diego State and Florida Atlantic. Uh, San Diego State with their smothering defense. I really like them in these in, in the Final Four this year to be to to pull a couple of more upsets in a tournament that's been full of upsets. Uh, that's the first semifinal. The second semifinal, University of Miami against the I would say the prohibitive favorite. They're the odds-on favorite now. They're minus odds with with the bookies. Uh, the University of Connecticut, uh, who played in multiple Final Fours, uh, in fact, uh, won a title, I believe. The last title was nine years ago, but they do have recent history. Uh, and compared to the other three teams in the Final Four, they've got all the history of the Final Four uh, of these four teams that are going to be playing. But uh, looking forward to all the college basketball this weekend with the national semifinals. Uh, Friday and Saturday our time. Then the women's title game is Sunday. The men's title game will be next Monday night. And just before we get to some of these questions, just quickly, baseball opening day tomorrow. 24 hours away. I am excited for opening day. Baseball will look different than it has ever before. Uh, If you followed Major League Baseball in the past, this year it's going to look totally different. You have a pitch clock for the first time ever in Major League Baseball. Uh, Pitchers have to throw the ball within 15 seconds. If there's nobody on, you have 20 seconds if there is a runner on. Uh, You are limited on the number of pickoff moves you can make per at-bat. You are limited to two. If you throw over a third time, you better get the runner out. Otherwise, he's going to automatically advance a base. Um, Also, there is no shifting anymore in Major League Baseball. Uh, The rules now state uh, you have to have four players on the infield dirt Mm. or on the infield grass, both feet, two of them on the left side of second base, two of them on the right side of second base. So the shift that we've seen with three infielders on the right side of the infield for left-handed pull hitters, no more in Major League Baseball. Uh, They say it's, uh, number one, going to enhance offense. Um, you're going to have higher batting averages, and we've seen this in spring training, and also shorter games. Uh, Games uh, with the pitch clock, uh, they trialed it in minor league baseball the last couple of years. Uh, Game times dropped by about 15 to 20 minutes per game. And for games Mm. to go over three hours, in a lot of cases, that's a big difference. It certainly is going to be very interesting to see. All right, now, a couple of texts. Kingswood Welder, I'll get to yours in a moment. Uh, 0457 736 736. There's also a stack of texts I'll get to in a second after we finish up with Chris. But firstly, this is from uh, Nathan, who is never up at this time of the morning. He says a one-off. Look, I think this time of the morning. 
just quietly. He's missing out. This is a great time of the morning uh, to be up and about, uh, get to bed early the night before, uh, set your alarm for whatever time, tune in to SEN, Tradies, Volsi and Brandy, Patton Hills. I, I think, Nathan, you're, you're missing out, mate. You should be up every morning, at least Monday to Friday at this time. Uh, he's a big wrestling fan. Now, I have well, – mm-hmm. no, look, I will say I have – Zero interest in wrestling. Uh, however, it is apparently WrestleMania uh, this weekend. Uh, build up over mm-hmm. there. You, you take much interest in that, Chris? Uh, I don't watch a lot of wrestling. In fact, the last wrestling I actually watched mm. was WrestleMania a year ago. Now, I will tell you, I do like wrestling. I do have the WWE game on my Ooh. on my Xbox. Very but good. But I don't. I don't watch Raw. I don't watch SmackDown. Uh, I watched WrestleMania last year, but it was primarily for for Pat McAfee's match because I, I, I I'm a Pat McAfee fan. Uh, of course, he's the radio host over over here who is who is a, a media mogul and is everywhere in our media now. Uh, he was wrestling last year in a match at WrestleMania, and he and Austin Theory I think stole the show. Plus, uh, he sold a wonderful stunner from Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin, complete with a beer shower, with a beer fountain, when he took a Stone Cold stunner. But I used to be a wrestling fan back in the day of Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, when they were in their prime, Randy Orton, uh, Batista, the Evolution guys, of course, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels, uh, Mm. their match at a WrestleMania about 15 years ago. Still one of my all-time favorite stories told in a WrestleMania match. Uh, Flair's retirement match against Shawn Michaels. It was amazing. But I have uh, really kind of gotten away from from wrestling, the storylines. But it is WrestleMania weekend. It is a big deal over here for uh, wrestling fans. I can imagine. Uh, He also has been back on the text line saying, Pat McAfee is a legend. So there you go. Uh, Anyway, we'll see what happens. And this question from Kingswood Welder, just quickly, Chris, because we've got to get to a break. But he goes, good morning, young nutshell. A question for Chris Perkins. Does he have multiple TV screens set up in the cab of his Freightliner to keep up with all the sports he loves? I'm picturing the cab to look like NASA space control screens everywhere. That from the Kingswood welder. Depends on the day. Depends on the weekend. Because last weekend I did. I was running multi-screens. TV set up on the dashboard. Don't worry. When I'm driving, it's sitting on the floorboard. So of I course. can't see it. But when I'm parked, dashboard had the TV on it. Right next to it had the iPad. And then my phone, which is a Galaxy uh, uh, Z Fold 3, which, you know, which opens up to give me a bigger screen, uh, had that screen running as well. So, yeah, there are times I do. I do. It, ha- it does have that look of uh, Johnson Space Center uh, a mission control feel to it. So I, I understand where you're coming from. You're not co- totally off base. Thank you for the next text, Kingswood Welder. Thank you also to Nathan. Keep them coming in. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Kingswood has been back on uh, the text. I can't read this whole text out, but he goes, Dan, <laughs> any wrestling fan up this early has probably not been to bed yet. Uh, for several different reasons. I, I can't ex- say exactly why he said that, uh, but I'll pass that uh, on. Uh, no lies detected. Yes, no, yeah, exactly. Chris, great stuff. I will speak to you next week. Actually, well, only one chat next week because I'm having a couple of ty- days off Wednesday and Thursday but, uh, and Friday, but we will have a chat next uh, Monday and we'll wrap up, up, up a big weekend of sport.
preview of a national title game as well the next time we talk. A couple of title games, probably. Sounds good, mate. Uh, we'll speak on Monday. Have a good weekend. You too. All of your texts next, 0457-736-736. Mitchell Pierce, is he the saviour of the West Tigers? You're over the Joseph Suatla'i story, Suatla'i story. Um, and also, most exciting players in the NRL. And where should the NRL Grand Final be held? 0457-736-736 or 1300-01170. Your texts are next. Okay, let's whip through your texts. Uh, this one, my Hadan, my top three exciting players in the NRL at this time are Reese Walsh. He's been fantastic early on. Lockie Miller, very good for the Knights last weekend. And Isaiah Katoa. That's uh, good text there from the Yeovil Treeman. This from Steve, the Collerton Bulldog. Morning, Dan. I'm so over the whole Joseph story. He's not a walk-up start for State of Origin. Well, I agree. I don't think he is either. How can he be better than the current backline New South Wales has? True. I suppose it's only if there's any injuries he'd come into contention. Uh, sorry, I missed this question, but I'll ask uh, Steve, I'll ask Chris on Monday about this. Uh, can you please ask Chris how my team, the Texas Rangers, will go this season? Uh, Steve, I will note that down, and I promise I'll ask him that on Monday morning uh, on the show. This from the Trookman. Hi, Dan. Mitchell Pierce, the Tigers will be better, but why did they let Hastings go? Very good point. Uh, who knows? Uh, wrestling, I believe in fairies. Thank you. Chalkman, clearly not a uh, fan of the wrestling. Uh, this from Gary. Mitchell Pierce to the Tigers. Just another fake news story. There is about four every week. I think you also texted in the other day about this Clint Gutherson story being a bit of a fake news story as well. Gary, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, Mitchell Pierce to the Tigers, apparently, next year at the age of 34, almost 35. This one, the Joseph story should be like the Parramatta story. Played on Thursday, play on Thursday and not a heard of again till the next Thursday. Uh, yes, very true. And this from Simbas, Gus represents a rival club uh, in terms of the Joseph Suili'i story and him saying he should just go now. All the other coaches probably want him to go now, so the Roosters are weaker. That from Simbas. Well, yes, I think they'd be happy to see Joseph Suili'i go now. Uh, but I just don't see that happening. And Trent Robinson uh, came out in his press conference yesterday and said that is definitely not happening. Keep the text coming in 0457 736 736. Open line number is 1300 01 1170. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, not too far away. Now, AFL Round 3 getting underway tonight. The Western Bulldogs hosting the Brisbane Lions. Of course, NRL tonight. Roosters up against Parramatta out at Allianz Stadium. You'll hear it here on SEN. I think the Roosters, but just very, very tough game to tip and point a game for both teams to build on what they did in their last games, respective Elisa. That'll be on SEN tonight. You'll hear that here on SEN. Uh, coming up on Breakfast with Vossi uh, and Brandy after the news at 6am, Michael Carianas with all the latest NRO headlines. Wally, the stats man from Fox Sports, will join them to crunch the numbers in some of the big games this weekend, and then the boys will give it their NRL tips. Our Queensland listeners, you'll get the first hour of Vossi and Brandy, and and then you'll get padded heels from 6 a.m. local time. We'll preview the race of round five of the NRL tomorrow morning with Charlie Goodso. Also an EPL weekend, big EPL weekend coming up. We'll talk about that. Have a wonderful Thursday breakfast with Vossie and Brandy next after the news.